Previously on Strangers Rolling Dice. Making their way down ancient hallways after the first bloodbath with zombies, the party came upon a fork in the road, so to speak. On one branch, a triangular rotating door and a pit directly in front of it, riddled with humanoid skeletons. A day-glow pink wisp of light flitted about as Crow explored ahead. Behind them, back into the center, there was a locked door with black substance caked all over it. Advancing through that chamber, there were figures that looked like stucco figures, but they quickly changed and revealed that inside were desiccated bodies. With some quick thinking and even quicker escape, your party sheltered inside Tree's party zone and dispatched the zombies, walking dead style, like knives through a chain-link fence. Clearing the bodies, you traveled down the final western hallway, finding the room with the silver coffer. Karzalek, impatient, went down the hall while Crow approached the coffer, seeing in the room dozens and dozens of stucco figures beyond a door. Crow opens the coffer, and a little copper axolotl bot pops out and starts giving y'all a tour of this place. Behold this, behold that, behold the chamber of the anointed, it says. Then, my favorite guy, Dr. Plepperson, PhD, shows up <laughs> through the wall, wrenching his way to separate Karzalek from the party. So I just want to jump right in. Roll me initiative. Hmm. I actually got a little uh, uh, trigger happy during your <laughs> during your speech. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, it, now, did, did Plep pop in to separate Karzalek from the party, or did he pop in to separate the party from Karzalek? <laughs> I actually We're really in danger was... here, guys. I thought it was going to end with separate Karzalek from his mortal life. <laughs> it might be that. We'll have to find yeah. out. Um, Good rolls. So uh, <laughs> a little, little oh, aside yeah. here. The That's two of you, the two of you somebody's that are. Um, somebody's got double digits. Yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 though. So somebody here also didn't roll. Uh, I was just, it brought to my attention that initiative is a ability check. So. Ooh. Is it? There is ex that's what I was recently told by at least one member of this party here. I can double check in the rules for us, but yeah, I'm pretty sure be. it's an ability check. Let's see. Oh, so disadvantage for some people is the yeah, idea. I rolled twice. Initiative is a dexterity check. No skill is used with it from Jeremy Crawford. So that means that you need to roll twice and take the lower result Jeremy on your initiative. Crawford. If you <laughs> That's the real BBEG of the campaign. <laughs> oh, an eight instead of a nine. There you go. <laughs> All right, there you go. So let's go around now and reveal these just rocking initiatives that yeah. you guys rolled. Set the so let's start with, with Karzalek. Karzalek's got a four. Really solid. Okay, Trees. I got a six. A plus plus. Crow? I have a two-digit number of ten. 10. Wow, you are oh, yeah. the one of the 60 under 60 in this year. Um, notable crows. Uh, Bart, 
Um, Bart's coming in with a heavy eight. Just quite. Heavy eight. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's a number that you got it, there. The eight fell over, and it's infinity. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. Cool. Wow. Good thinking on that one. That'll really mm-hmm. get you far. Um, so then let me roll here, and I'm just gonna say what happens. Okay, I'm not gonna tell you guys. Hit that sort button on the Don John initiative tracker. And we're gonna get things rolling with the first in round one of this combat with Plet Plopsul. Crow is up first. Ooh, uh, so. I'm pretty sure I heard Plep, right? Can I plausibly oh, yeah. deny that I heard Plep and just kind of avoid? <laughs> no. He, he, a real rem- reminder here, he bellowed, thank you. And and you heard that in both his Betrachian voice and the uh, translation over the intercom system, as it were. Uh, can we call the intercom uh, fella Axel Bottle? Is that okay? We can absolutely call him Axel Bottle. <laughs> Axel Bottle. All right. Um, let's see. I think Crow knows who it is. So charging directly into battle is probably not the best idea. Um, she's going to cast invisibility upon herself. Mm. Just to kind of see how things play out, maybe. And then, uh, yeah. So she's invisible now. Um, so she'll turn invisible. And I, I don't think there's anything else of interest at this little podium besides the coffer that spawned Axel Bottle, our new best friend. Okay. So, it doesn't look like it. No, I'll tell you. You, you yeah. look like you emptied this coffer and there was nothing else inside it but mm-hmm. this bot that rose up and started giving you a guided tour. Yeah, maybe explore later if we survive that. But that's putting things mm-hmm. way ahead of... Uh, Cart, cart way in front of the horse, like yeah, you know, football field away. Um, but so, so invisibly, she will move up to this corner, okay, um, closer to Bart, and where she can hopefully see Karzlak's yeah. last moments. You can see a uh, eight or nine foot tall figure with those backwards frog knees rising up. Uh, with significantly less desiccated-looking flesh now than before. <laughs> He's got his axe slung over his shoulder. This like, And that's her turn, I believe. Okay. Actually, no, um, I think uh, to go ahead and use action economy, she'll use her uh, bonus action to uh, do the hex ability from the oh. Warlock class on Plat. So just okay. in case it comes to blows, then this could be diplomatic. But um, yeah. And don't but you have stat? to choose at the time a stat that it uh, that it corresponds to? Um, is that? I think, I think have we done? Have we done hex yet? On it, it's, uh, it's a little different. Uh, I have once, but it's a little different <laughs> on um the warlock. Basically, it's just um for a minute they are cursed mm-hmm. and um. I gain a bonus to damage equal to my yeah. proficiency, and 19 or 20 is a crit. 
Oh, look and at that. If, um, if the cursed target dies, you regain hit points equal to your warlock level plus charisma modifier. Yeah. That's it. It, it does say also choose one ability when you cast the spell. The target has disadvantage on ability He's, checks made. Yeah, it, it's not the spell. Curse versus yeah, it's spell. a class ability of warlock. Oh. It does not do the same thing as a spell. What is the name of it? Uh, Hexblade's Curse. Hexblade's the... Curse. Ah, I yeah. see, I see, I see. Got it. Yep. So it's all just oh, stuff okay. for me to remember, basically. So I'll do that. Okay. Extra damage. Got it. Okay. Well, what does it look like, if anything, when you do that? Um, I, that's a good question. I mean, what does a hex look like? I mean, I think maybe Plep feels this uh, unsettling feeling of doom if they have okay. that kind of emotion. Yeah, okay. I don't think it has a visual component. I think it's maybe like, yeah, you know, the, the lights get a little dark in a cinematic fashion, but... Okay. It's and it's like just a like, an, like a... It's like a mind thing or a cosmic thing? How does Crow have access to this, you know, this power? What is... Uh, um, it was granted there? to her from a patron that uh, she's on somewhat uh, complicated terms with. Got it. So there's some sort of cosmic thing happening is what I'm mm -hmm. reading if there's a patron yeah. involved. Got it. Uh, El Stars align. Eldritch. Okay. Got it. Well, moving right along, next in the order, Bart Fudd. Holy moly, for real? Yep. Wow. Man, this eight. Just treat me right. Okay. Well, uh, Bart does not have a whole bunch of options here. What with all the spells being blown uh, in the previous mega zombie fight full of mega zombies. So Bart is going to stomp his foot on the ground, do a little bit of whistling, okay. and summon a totem as a bonus action. So I'm going to okay. put it right, right there for now in that square. I'm going to okay. summon a bear and totem. Bear totem. It's going to be way too big. And then I'm going to go wow, 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 <laughs> into the right side. That's the square you wanted? Uh, yeah, within 30 feet of the three of us, basically. So. I can make it very precise for you. Is this the square perfect. that you would like That's here? Fine. Yep. About 15 feet from you and 20 feet from Pleb. Yep, I can move it as a bonus action on my other turn. So Got it. I'll Super make it controllable worth. by you. Yeah, okay. So everybody's going to gain... Everybody within 30 feet of this is going to gain uh, 10 temporary HP. Ooh. You mean and Pleb, too? No, not Pleb. <laughs> okay, okay. Fine. Get okay. out of here, DM. We gotta all, here. Right, all right, all right, all right. Keep, keep going, keep going. <laughs> and then... Uh, Bart is going to shout out, Karzilek, no, look out. And then oh. Bart is going to halfway through his sentence, lurch forward and turn into a giant crocodile. Whoa. Ooh. Whoa. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a crocodile. <laughs> uh, let me see if I can put a giant crocodile on the field here. Holy me, shit. I, it's a crocodile, but I am large size, so... Okay. Large crocodile. So just a, a crocodile of large size. <laughs> That's dope. Uh, okay, uh, hold on. I think I do have a crocodile in here. It would make sense considering. I think roll 20. Yeah, yeah. I, I do. Yeah, oh, roll 20 God. has a. Yeah. So oh, you. Hello. <laughs> <Schwab. Handsome. laughs> 
I'll make that controllable. Oh, uh, golly. If I can, also by you. Um, <laughs> okay. Very interesting. Jay? And uh, Bart will step forward a couple of steps. Uh, just kind of like stumbling forward. I would say like 10, 10 feet sand near where my totem is. Not rushing forward, but wanting to see like what's going to happen kind of and maybe transforming at the same time. Okay. So can and, you move yourself? Uh, yes. No, I can. Boop. Okay. I'll stand on top of my totem. Boink. It represents Bartholomew's foot. <laughs> wow. That's actually, really, actually really clever because when you're a crocodile, Plep won't see you until mm-hmm. after a while. So you're invisible until <laughs> after a while. That's the rule. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. You know, see you later, alligator. Yep. I mean, also, uh, I might just be confused looking at him. Yeah, he's like, oh, a crocodile. One of my friendly minions that lives in the These are my world. people. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He'll be like, yo, want to hang out later? See you later, crocodile. <laughs> Anyways, I'm I'm done. That's Bart's turn. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm just digesting that turn there. Okay. Um, Crocobart. Crocobart. Bartodile. 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 Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Next up. Before we get sued. In the okay, order. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the the uh, oh, Nintendo oh, people are already at my house. Podcast's over now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not a surprise. Potential now, hold on. What, what, what happens next is, believe it or not, trees oh gets my the go. Lord. Man. Yes. As a reminder for those of you counting along at home, we had a 10 in the initiative, an 8, and now a 6 is coming up. Dude, right. Plep is last, I'm calling it. Okay, uh, yeah, if cars, if cars goes before Plep, I mean, come on. <laughs> Come on! He wasn't oh, prepared for us. I'll eat my hat. I don't wow. have a hat. Are you I'll wearing eat. a hat? Okay. I hope your hat is a hamburger. It is. Wow. <laughs> what a surprise. My <laughs> hat is a hamburger. The Cheyenne Vasquez story. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's my All right, story. Michael. What? I don't know, man. What, Michael? Uh, what are you gonna do? Yeah. I. Th- okay. Um. I think Tree Trees has been holding their action with their their uh, long their short bow. Short bow. Um, Medium bow. Yeah. And um. And I hear this. I'm still in the bubble. Um, yep. I think uh. I immediately uh, stand up and rush to the edge of the uh, chill murder zone, <laughs> and uh, and uh, I my dark vision is only sixty feet, so I can't see anything down this hall. All all I see is just dark hallway, and then I just hear the sounds of like crocodile walking, clep saying ha ha thank you and i think i just shout to everyone it's like ah do you guys want me to come out to the chill zone <laughs> and i will just uh ready in a an attack action in case i see an enemy come within range of my sight um otherwise because i don't think there's anything i can do unless i wanted to leave yeah. the chill zone and dispel it basically so i think i'm just gonna stay here and hold that attack action, and that's all I can do. So you're holding it until it would get into range, correct? Until I can see an enemy, basically. 
Well, because your dark vision doesn't allow you yeah, to see. It only that gets far. me like I can't even yeah. quite okay. see the hallway to where Crow is coming right. out of right now. The, this long, so. I mean, hundred something yeah. feet hallway here uh, in you know a ruin deep underground where you guys have not been using light. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, so I'm just gonna like as I'm like standing there holding my bow, trying to peer into the darkness. I'm just gonna say, uh, "Holla if you need a hand." <laughs> right. And. Uh, yeah, so basically just, yeah, if you guys give me some sort of, like, major, like, hey, come and help sign, I'll come out and uh, do things. But <laughs> unless, because, uh, like, I've, I feel like I'm not sure if we want to maintain the bubble at this point, you know? So, I don't know. I feel okay. like that's where I'll leave it. Okay. Unless, yeah, you guys respond or anything. I think uh, Bart definitely goes. <laughs> <laughs> so Bart does. Wow. Okay then. Cool. All right. I need to well, make yeah. a roll before I formulate Cars' response. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Go ahead and make that roll. If you want to um, respond because oh, of reaction, I'll make it you know. Cars' turn. I'll make it when Cars' turn comes around. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Next in the order then. Plep's turn. Damn! Oh, he did not go absolutely last. He had a five. He had a five. Rolled a natural two. You're a real solid. Such a roll. Oh man. Okay. What's Plep gonna do? I've thought about this for a long time, and I still don't know. Um. He finishes in this moment his cackling with his arms raised and puts them down as he sees a reptile cruising towards him and hears some shouting from the party. And he is going to look at Karzalek and dare with these black necrotic eyes into your soul. And I believe, like in a romantic way? Like in a romantic oh, way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I believe you are going to need to make me... Let me make sure I get this right. First, I'm going to get his kisses in again. <laughs> You're going to need to make me a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Um, I'm going to expend. I haven't. I have an inspiration on deck. I'm going to expend that to give myself advantage on this saving yeah. throw. All right. Okay. Okay. So wisdom saving throw. Uh, twelve and a nat one. Oh. Ooh. Which oh. Is a two. Uh, twelve. Is your final number? That's my final number. Okay. And these eyes just fix on you, and you feel. Karzalek feels this quivering go down his spine and his muscles just lock up and he is held in that position as Plep reaches out and pushes him aside like a bowling pin by a bowling ball clattering his armor against the wall and then stomp 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 hold on that's four and and five, six squares down the hallway into the room with the uh, terracotta warriors. 
Interesting. What in the Sam Hill is going on here, y'all? Um, on his way there, um, Karzalek, out of the corner of your frozen eyes that are locked in one direction, you see him reach out and grab with one of his open hands the axolotl drone. And he just moves with it. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Can so cars is cars is absolutely like he can't move, like he can't speak. He is frozen. Um at the moment you are under the effects of the hold person spell. Oh so, I see. Okay. Um you're Hold paralyzed on. for the duration. And at the end of each of your turns, you can make another wisdom saving throw on a success. The spell ends. So after he moves down the hallway and holds you in place, making you unable to render any opportunity attacks or do anything, it is actually now your turn. Okay, great. I can't move or speak. All right, I think then I just go straight to a wisdom saving throw, yeah? Um, You would be correct, actually. Okay, here we go. That is an 11. Wow, I, I am, yeah, I am, Zach says I am centered on these rolls. Oh, <laughs> you just got an 11? Oh, yeah. man, yeah. That's not going to do anything for you. I feel like, I feel like that psychic assault along with Cars' like pre-existing lingering terror of like, oh, crap, this guy again is, you know, really, really keeping a, really keeping a good dwarf down right now. <laughs> and that's my turn. <laughs> Okay, so you remain paralyzed. As we go into round two, top of the order, Crow. You see this figure stomp off around the corner and Karzalek freeze in place and then get basically pushed over. Okay, um, I guess my first question is, can I get past this giant crocodile? Or, yeah, it's Crocodile. I think it's an ally, so yeah, Yeah. it would be like allowing it. (laughs) I I think what I want to do is just use the dash action and use most of my movement to get to Cars-like and just start dragging him back as fast as I can, so. Okay. I think in the past we said we move half speed or something when pulling someone. I can't quite remember. I believe you do, yes. But uh, you can dash up to him, I believe. Yeah, so I, I use 35 feet of movement to get to adjacent okay. to Car's leg. And he so. willingly or unwillingly fails the grapple check as you grab him. Yeah. And then, and so then I have, uh, 25 feet of movement left, so I guess I can move mm-hmm. a couple squares. Probably 10. Yeah, which makes sense in the fiction. He's a big boy. Yeah. He's and, covered in heavy armor. And I can still move Cars Lex token for some reason, so I will continue to do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. To be. And that's so, yeah. uh, her turn. Yeah, and she's still invisible. So um, okay. I guess we'll so, see Cars this. Cars Lex is being drug along by an invisible force. <laughs> I wonder if Bart <laughs> understands what's happening, and I, I wonder, wonder if, if Trees understands. Yeah, if Cars is like, what's happening uh, to me? I think, okay, yeah, I think yeah. Crow would whisper, like, I got you, Cars. Okay. <laughs> We're going back to the murder zone. It's safe there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's Oh, man. Okay. Next in the order, Bart. 
I mean, I guess let's just keep this going, right? Drag the paralyzed dwarf to the safety. Are you gonna try to do that as a crocodile? Yeah, why not? Why I don't know. I'm just I'm <laughs> asking. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, uh, we are really in not in a condition to fight the chonker. Mm -hmm. uh, if it gets worse when he goes into the room, it gets worse. I don't think that we're gonna be able to stop him from getting in there if that's what's gonna happen. Okay. I'll, I'll uh, grapple. I'll grapple uh, Karzlek. Okay. And try to push him into that square on the other side. So go ahead and ping where? Where I just moved him. I had control. Oh. To. <laughs> That's weird. Oh, I'll just leave it that way for the time being. But uh, yeah, not intended. Cars like, um, so even though he's frozen, he's like, he's cognizant that, okay, an invisible force is dragging me. All right, I'm being manhandled by a giant alligator. <laughs> yeah, okay, you're, you're alive in there. You're just not able to do anything. It's like full on sleep paralysis. He's probably thinking, like, God, this is the weirdest spell Pleb has ever cast on me. I'm frozen and I'm dragged around by, like, okay, got it, got it. Oh, man. Okay. That and that's great probably uh, Bart's turn. Okay. Interesting. All right, next in the order, Trees, you're up. You're in the party zone and you can't see anything. Yep, I can't see anything. Um, and nobody's responded to me at all. Nope. Nope. Not at all. Cars um, car was, but um Yeah, he, he was That's gonna perfect. I I gave you the opportunity to do it. And <laughs> you were so like, great. nah. <laughs> I'm a gator, um, I can't talk. <laughs> trying to stay hidden still, so she doesn't want to know. <laughs> Sorry, Trees. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't see you at all. Um, shit, nobody said anything. That seems so you're bad. Just, it's six seconds have passed, and you hear like some clanking and dragging. Yeah. Um, shoot, what am I gonna freaking do? Um, man, I'm sorry, I'm having trouble trying to. No, no, no. Exactly. What would Trees do in this I'm situation? I'm trying to think of that. It's like. Because I know that the bubble is our safe zone, kind of, but I have no information about what's going down, which kind of makes me feel like I should assume the worst. Well, let's think really quick. One, two, three, four, five, six. Just only that's how long you have. Yeah, that's all you have to to act on. Okay. Since um, you yelled out. All right. So if that's the case, then I will. Uh, I will switch my ready to action to be a dash instead of a attack action. Okay. Um, in case uh, the trigger being, I guess, like me getting the feeling that I really need to leave or hearing some sort of confirmation. Okay. Something that, okay. Gotcha. I'll allow yeah. that. Okay. Um, and then I'm just be like, ah, guys, <laughs> holla. <laughs> and, uh, I, I guess that's my turn. Okay, next in the order, round two, Kleplopsul, who I'm going to take the liberty now because you guys can't see him anymore. Uh, he's gone around the corner. I'm going to put him on the GM layer. Oh, boy. Um, he's going to go. You hear more stomping and thumping. Okay, you hear just stomping and thump thumping and then the grating of stone on stone um, 
and I guess the sounds get farther away as he goes. Can we run? Alrighty, and then next up in the order is Karzalek, uh, which at the end of your turn here, as you're paralyzed, you are able to make a saving throw. Wisdom chat. Oh, yeah. Wisdom saving throw. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. Nine. <laughs> Damn. Well, okay. You nine. are not wise enough to save yourself from your bad rolls. So. No kidding. A natural eight won't do it for you. All right. Next in the order, round three is Crow. Okay. So I think just trying to book it to the party zone. Uh, so, excuse me, uh, murder zone. Murder zone. <laughs> um, I think probably the giant crocodile can pull um, pull Karzlek. So actually, now that the crocodile's moving Karzlek, I think Crow is going to sneak up to the corner and maybe at least try to see what Plep is doing, what kind of unholy horrors they're about right. to unleash upon us. So okay. just up to the corner and a little peek. A little peak. That's a gentle lady's up. peak. Mm-hmm. Well, you see that he is bowled his way over multiple uh, terracotta-looking figures and pushed them over in a bull rush through the center of the room towards whatever that mound is at the far side. And uh, they're still holding on to Axel Bottle. Yeah, right. in the left hand, holding on to Axel Bottle, and now he's actually drawn in his right hand, one-handed, a giant-sized battle axe. Does it look like Axel Bottle is consenting to this? <laughs> I don't know. If no. <laughs> I, I'll just so answer that. Not, never mind. No, but, but like the little <laughs> propulsion, like you've seen like a drone struggling in a tree. You know, it doesn't consent to be in that tree. It didn't want to be there. It's struggling to get out, or a Roomba stuck in a chair. This drone was flying freely doing a a guided tour moments ago, and he has taken it and is running full force towards whatever this dome is, which I'll remind you, looks a lot like the Pond Mother's Hut from the Book of Cylinders. Yeah, which I cannot make again because I have not... uh... Heard that? <laughs> um, heard it, yeah. <laughs> but I believe a terrible thing has happened, which is that I have now pack bonded with this uh, axle bottle. So I have to, I have to follow and just at least see what's going to happen. I'm invisible, wow. so I, I'm fine, obviously. Okay. Um. So that's ten feet of movement. Fifteen, twenty. Love it. Twenty-five, thirty. And um, let's see, is it an action to remain quiet or do I just need to make a stealth roll as part of this movement or, or what? Um, go ahead. If there? you're trying to remain quiet, it is just a yeah. check in addition to whatever you're doing. So make a stealth okay. check and I'll yeah. set the DC. Yeah. And being invisible hopefully helps a little. Um, okay. Time for stealth. I have rolled a 24. Yep. You are as quiet as you are invisible. Okay. Um, I'm assuming I have a clear line of sight up still to yeah. where Plep is. And they're moving in a hurry, right? Like, Yeah, he's like literally knocking over shit to get to where he's going. And you also, you get far enough to see the back of the room um, okay. where it ends behind the big uh, stucco dome. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, is it um is there anything on the wall of interest or just Um, that's a great question. Let me tell you that. Um cuz I think I read this description 2 weeks ago or more. Um but I can read it again now too. A massive bronze door opens this grand chamber, which by the way the drone I'm pretty sure opened. I think I might have mixed up the details somewhere in there, but I think Karzalek went and peeked around the corner, there were doors, then Crow opened the container, the drone came out, and it went and it started to guide you down one hallway, gave a little lecture for one second, behold, the uh, chamber of the anointed. And then it turned around and it went down the other hallway and went and it said, behold, blah, 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 blah. And then Plep came out of the wall, grabbed it as the doors open, is now booking it into this chamber. Um. So, a massive bronze door that's now open into this grand chamber. The place is filled with rubble and life-size statuary. Much of it is broken. Standing in ranks is an army of clay statues in what must have been once an, an impressive array. Now, half of them are fallen and crumbled. Near the door are spear wielders, perhaps 20 of them, outfitted only in scraps of leather now. At their feet lay obsidian spearheads and bits of rotted wooden shafts. Behind these figures are archers in a scattered formation. Few of them remain standing. Their arrows are gone, but they hold laminated bows, dried and worm-eaten. Farther into the room are figures of warriors with war clubs and hand axes, wearing scraps of lacquered leather, sandals, and caps. Beyond all of this, in the north end of the chamber, are a group of statues that must have been an honor guard. These warriors wear feathered robes and headdresses, and are armed with pitted bronze spears. Each of these figures wears a breastplate of shells. They are standing near a domed structure. The stucco dome has no apparent openings. On the east wall of the room are two carved stone columns flanking the remains of a covered sedan or litter with statues of attendants standing nearby. So for those who don't know what it means when I say a sedan or a litter, Let's just go to the uh, to the interwebs here and get a good definition. Mm -hmm. um, it is a palanquin of sorts, but it could be any number of arrangements. Um, a litter is also like you throw a, a wounded person on it, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it's a quick improvised stretcher. I will say it bears some resemblance to one thing Crow has seen before, which was the giant stone platform that the Great Toad was on at the Artichoke. Interesting. Yeah, uh, the word uh, palanquin was a palanquin, clue there. Yes. Palanquin, however. Palanquin, yeah. palanquin, em whatever. Emperor, Emperor Palanquin of the yes. Star Wars <laughs> So that's a lot of information, um, but but basically, yeah. you know, warriors, litter, dome. Okay. Um, I don't know if this is a knowledge check, but mm -hmm. this vast array of terracotta soldiers, do they mm -hmm. look like the kinds of things that have come to life in, the, in this um, dungeon so far? I want you to roll perception to determine okay. what you know about this. I'm trying to see, like, are they way broken compared to the yeah. prior ones? That kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so perception. All right. Um, that is a 10. Okay. With a 10, with a 10, you can tell one thing about the situation, which is that there's no 
zombified flesh inside of the smashed statues. Okay. That's all right. Uh, I'm going to be emboldened by that and assume that they will not be coming to life because that would be awful. And let's just be in denial about it. Um, so <laughs> I'll continue to follow up a bit and okay. hopefully an opportunity will present itself. So, all right. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20. Oops. Uh, I need an invisible wall. Removed. Oh, uh, if you're actually getting into the room. Yeah, I'm still running into those because the dynamic lighting is broken from roll 20. Um, on so you're gonna go ahead and move now but also okay. i will reveal if you're here you can see the rest of the room okay yeah um i'm also going to move to the side away from the rubble pile so i'm not causing noise and Got also it. to kind of be not in the hallway so when these things do come to life and i'll march down the hall to kill the party <laughs> i won't be in the way <laughs> all right got it so yeah, you can see now there's a little bit more of the room to your right and left, um, but now you can see everywhere in here. Okay, I think um, if I saw that as I was going around the corner, she would probably stick to the wall. Got it, sticking to the wall. You're near a bunch of these intact looking statues of just mm -hmm. the simple warriors. Um, and there's the honor, the honor guard, um, you know, flanking the door over here which is just a normal-looking gotcha. bronze door, much like the one you just came through. Cool. Yep, and uh, that's all so far. She's uh, just moved and okay. staying quiet, and hopefully we'll spot some kind of opportunity or weak point yeah, or yeah. to disrupt what's going on. Awesome. That was a good, uh, mostly my fault, long turn. Um, let's get back to the turn order here. Next up in round three is Bart Fudd, <laughs> who is Bartodial. Bartodial, Lord of all he surveys. <laughs> Gonna push good old cars like back towards the the fuzzy bub. Okay, and that's gonna so, be Bartodial's turn. So how far can you go? That far. <laughs> oh, you already moved. Got it. Yep. So you moved like past the turn where you would go to go to the silver coffer. Yeah, so okay. no, not very far, but <laughs> Got it. that's what seems to be the plan. I'm going to do something really quick as well. Okay. This is really going interestingly, you guys. I didn't expect no. this. Okay. Alright. Uh, that is going to be Bart's turn, and Bart is going to maybe kind of like sniff a couple of times in his crocodile form, like turn his head around to look to see. Like All right, crow has gone. Even the crow is invisible. Um, okay. Yeah, that's gonna. Crocodiles have a keen sense of smell. Do you want to? I mean, do you want to like try to perceive to see how good of a sense you have of where crow went? Yes, I did. I rolled an eighteen on the die. That's what I just rolled. Okay, I, I I believe it. Let's uh let's go with that. You, I mean, didn't crow crawl like crawl over you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, to so me, I that's like... Or yes. over, or so like, I knew that Crow by. was over there. I just, like, right. you know, was maybe kind of expecting Crow to still be, like, right behind me, and then, like, no, no I think that, that Crow is not there anymore. Yes, like, oh, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. It's like, basically, with that role, you get a, a good enough sense that Crow went around the corner, and right. she's, she's moving ahead. And you're, like, also, you're Bart, and you know yeah. Crow, and you're like, that checks out. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm also like, oh, no, shit what is happening why yeah <laughs> and then also you're a crocodile yes and i'm like mm, this dwarf is kind of delicious 
Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, like a little bit of like licking of the lips action as you move back and the animal comes into your bed. Okay. Oh, no. oh my god. Is that the end of your turn then? Yeah, that's the end of our turn. All right, next up is Trees Party Zone Rumble Mountain. So speaking of <laughs> speaking of Bartodile. Um <laughs> So Bart, at the end of his turn, just crawled into the edge of my dark vision, I think. Uh, okay. So I'm curious <laughs> as to, like, what exactly I see, because I still haven't heard anything. So I, yeah. I hear a scuffle, and then all of a sudden I see a giant crocodile, and yeah. is Cars yeah. in Bart's, like, mouth, like yes. a gingerly yep. thing? So, yeah, so I'm yeah. just kind of, like, nudging him along the floor and, like, biting onto his back. Holding on to some strap of his armor or something. This is why I kind of wish I had held an attack roll. Because <laughs> <laughs> you would have shot him. <laughs> yeah. um, but I think instead that's going to trigger my like action to run out because yeah. Cars is being carried by a giant crocodile and nobody has given me any reassurance. And the all. crocodile looks surprisingly just yeah. weirdly like Bart. I was going to say that maybe you see that it has like a little toque on its head. Right? Yeah. I mean, I'll make a perception check if you guys want, but I still feel like considering everything, I feel like yeah, I yeah. would have triggered my action to run out yeah. of the bubble. No, no. I, I dig to it. See you're, what you're... is happening by the end, by before the, my turn had actually We're started. moving things along. That works for me. Um, yes. So yeah, I, I guess I would have... Um, what my plan was going to be to use my feline agility to double my movement for that, but I guess I'd have to do that on my turn. So I'll just use 30 feet of movement, 5, 10, 15. Oh, it 20, is. 20. So you're going to use that as your reaction when you see yeah. Bart move in there. Okay. Just to it. make that dash forward. And then the bubble's right. gone. Um, okay. And also, that Off. means Dap can be free as well now. Ah. Um, so I run towards, and then at, it's probably at this point that I see Bart in Cars's. Or cars in Bart's mouth. Um, does cars look like, uh, like like cars needs healing, or does cars just look like he's like seizing up? I don't know what kind of hit point total cars like is at, but I do cars know that he's just like limp he's right now. Just fine. Um, he just ain't moving. He's not moving. His face isn't moving. His eyes are glazed over. He, he looks like Sleeping Beauty. He's like in pristine condition. <laughs> he's, just he's just out, out cold, knocked out the fighter. Okay, um, so I think recognizing Bart, I will like, and seeing that Cars is not responding, I like turn to Bart expecting that Bart can understand and respond in a way that I somehow understand. I'm like, Bart, where's Crow? And Bart, I imagine, has his mouth full, <laughs> so, yeah. so um, I will full. use and my action. Style. I will, uh, I will step forward a little bit with my movement, um, okay. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. To right next to both of them. Okay. And um, I will use my action to send a message cantrip to Crow, because I don't know where Crow is. Okay. Um, uh, is that how that, how that works? Like you can like target somebody that you know? Yeah, I will. Uh, so okay. I will um, uh, just, let's see, it takes a, uh, one of my musical instruments, I suppose. Yeah. So I guess I will take out my little talking drum and yeah, um, yeah, yeah. tap some soft little like talking drum message <laughs> and uh, quietly whisper to Crow and point at her and this uh, spell is cast. The message can't trip. Very cool, very cool. That is, as again, uh, 
Trees is just a, a people person who deals with the people part of the party, you know? Yeah. All right, go so, ahead. So um, I send a message to Crow. Hopefully she's within 120 feet. I um, believe so. Yeah, I, I think that's, I, uh, that's I'm just thinking. to me. Crow, are, are you safe? Uh, are you coming back? What's going on? Um, definitely not safe. I'm trying to see what Plep is doing. Um, cross your fingers for me. I'll be back as soon as I can. All right. Um, I think uh, Trees just turns to the other two and uh, is just like, uh, should we keep going back and retreat? Or... And obviously neither of them can respond at this point, and that's fine. <laughs> that's the end of my turn. <laughs> okay, got it. All right, next in the order, Plutplopsul, who is going to bowl over. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yep, that's all he needs. He's bowling over several more of these uh, terracotta, we keep saying, the clay figurines, life-sized of powerful Batrachian warriors from times past. And he reaches the dome. This dome is adorned with desiccated crab carapace and has no discernible entrance. But he holds his axe out and assumes this sort of more proper looking stance like he stands at his full height and his chest squares up with the dome and then he holds out the axe and it begins to open slowly but it begins to open and there's this rushing and whooshing sound that you can hear crow probably the noise of clanking Karzalek and the crocodile are, are, are too loud in the, in the hallway down the, the ways but yeah, it's it's like tearing this mud structure apart. Uh, and you think, Crow, probably in a matter of moments, it will be complete. Okay, um, that was Plep's turn. Karzalek, you're up. Go ahead and just roll us that wisdom saving throw. I'm just going to roll it. It's a 16! Yes. <laughs> 16, 16. Let me verify here. Please be I have my spell save DC somewhere. This I guy's know. DCs are, like, annoyingly high. I so. bet. He has yeah. different DCs for different abilities. But yes, some of them have been <laughs> quite high. This is, I shit you not. A DC 16. Very yeah. Okay, you're back. You're back. Okay, excellent. And uh, yeah, I mean, so that being the action, um, I can, I, can, I, can I just roll play out some stuff real quick? You are, yeah, you're back, right. and I'll give you a little bit of juice here at the end of your turn. Okay, thank you. A uh, car is just, he, his body spasms real quick, and the, the, the rigidness is gone. Like he, he scrambles to his feet. You know, he picks his sword up off the ground. He looks at, uh, so, yeah, he, I think he's aware that, that, uh, alligator, uh, crocodile is Bart. Yeah, that Bart, that's Bartadile. Um, like, yeah, yep. I think he gets it. In the same quarter and all that. You were okay. in the same area. You got dark vision on each other, and you've seen okay. him shapeshift. You get what it. What he doesn't know is Crow, so he quickly looks to the both of them. Where, where'd Crow go? 
I I was trying to figure that out. I think she's somewhere around here. Bart, Bart did gonna, you? Yeah. yeah. Bart's going to slam his tail against like the northern wall. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to do a quick roll here. <laughs> <Whoa, boom. laughs> Love that. That's a 10. Oh, okay. So Cars is going to hesitate. He, you know, like with this, with this quick, with the sign, you know, Bart saying, "Oh, Crow went that way," where mm-hmm. Clep went. Bart is—he doesn't know what to do. He's like, "Dude, what? What is she doing going that way? That's doesn't she know that's what Plep went?" Oh, he doesn't know what Plep. Yeah, he knows Plep's name. Yeah, yeah. They, you all know because Crow translated Plep Plopsul, yeah. Master Blah Blah Blah. You know, we have to get out of it. We have to get him. We have to go. And Can I punch him in his prefect badge and say, "Well, then let's go get her." <laughs> yeah. Or his paper, his piece of paper that he pinned. Yeah, the wax sealed Warhammer style piece of paper. It's just completely drenched in water and messed yeah, up totally and muddy and, and the ink's fucked <laughs> up now, but it's still there. You keep the shred that you have on there. Really, really nice and clean. Like c- cover it with his hand, kind of affectionately, just like thinking about that and. All right, let's let's go. But I don't know if we're gonna make it out of this one, guys. And he's gonna he's gonna muster it up. He's get, he, he's he's down. Let's okay. go for it. All right, That's it. cool. Next in the order is round four. An interesting turn, I'm sure. Crow, what do you do right now? You're All right, so in the back of this crow, chamber, crow, witnessing crow, this. I am. Walking through my thoughts here. So he arrived. He said thank you. Is there anything else to that message? He laughed. He laughed. Um, he just he just said thank you, and then began. You know, in a matter of moments. I know it's been weeks for us, but you know, he came out of the wall, He's... said thank you as soon as that drone opened this door, and you released this thing from its coffer, and he just started charging forward, paralyzed one of your friends, and is now opening this dome and okay so and there's a whooshing of wind is it like blowing past me down the hall or is it's it more like a whooshing sound it? of, of okay. like the it almost looks like a gravity or something is deconstructing the stone and mud uh and and things that comprise this dome as he's ripping it apart and debris is flying behind him i feel like he's doing something that we will regret letting him do um mm-hmm. can i tell if it's the axe or axle bottle that he needs to open this with does that make sense yeah yeah roll me an arcana check to see what kind right. of magic is happening here all right okay that is an 11 <laughs> wow okay you keep narrowly seven. getting these things to be honest um all right so you can surmise that nothing about this little clockwork device that seems like maybe it's imbued with the power of speech or something through magic mm-hmm. nothing about that has implied at, at all to you the, the force of magic that it would take to tear apart a structure like this but you've seen him cleave open stone yeah, multiple with times with the axe so it's it you know bears thinking that it's he's probably using the axe and holding it out to uh, rip this structure apart and get whatever's inside it Okay, so um, I'm not sure if this is a D&D thing or a Calvin ball, uh, but <laughs> my right. hope is to use my firebolt 
to hit him in a way that disrupts what he's doing with the axe. Like make him drop it or mess it up, mess up his yeah. gesture. And failing that, you know, maybe I can at least hurt him or distract him or something. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's my um, goal here. Let me see here. So of course I'm already on the forums and um, disarming at a range in Dungeons and Dragons Fifth okay. Edition. Um, from the Dungeon Master's Guide, apparently. A creature can use a weapon attack to knock a weapon or another item from the target's grasp. The attacker makes an attack roll contested by the target's strength athletics check or dexterity acrobatics check. If the attacker wins the contest, the attack causes no damage or other ill effect, but the defender drops the item. So the attacker has disadvantage on its attack roll if the target is holding the item with two or more hands. Very interesting. I said mm -hmm. very specifically, just one hand. The target has an advantage on its ability check if it is larger than the attacking creature or disadvantage if it is smaller. So okay. I think that's pretty clear. You could attack at disadvantage to knock um, the axe out of his hand. I think my being invisible might give me might advantage give on you tackle, advantage. so I would cancel that, that would out, cancel right? out. You're right, you're right. I'm just trying to get every little... No, I understand. <laughs> yeah, um, I, okay. I think he can't see right. you, so... Yeah, and I think with magic roll. also, um, yeah, it makes some, some, some sense. Okay. This and is very I, interesting. Yeah, I'm trying to see if there's any more stuff I wanted to throw at him here. Um, hmm. <laughs> he'll, he'll see where the bolt comes from, even if I... Do it yeah, you don't have greater invisibility anyway. Yeah, so. yeah. I'll become visible. Um, okay, I'm just going to try it because I don't want him to achieve what he's doing here. And I'm just feeling lucky enough I can get away. Okay. All right, uh, so here we go. A regular old firebolt attack roll. <laughs> uh, probably Let's the most do this. foolish thing I've done in this campaign. <laughs> uh, it's opposed by his strength check. Oh, it's a Ooh. dirty twin. Oh! Okay. I'm going Wait, to and roll the, it in I have a hex that does more damage, so I don't know if that would affect this check. I don't think it does. Oh, no, yeah. it does no damage or other ill effects, it says. Oh so this is a strength check from Pleb. And it's got to beat a 20 to hold on to the axe. Oh! Oh! That's a seven on the die with a plus three for 10, which Ooh, is a failure. And oh, you, this firebolt, with, with where you're standing, I imagine it sort of arcs through the room and you like hold it and curve it and it goes whoosh, into his hand, his right hand held, holding the axe, which you severely damage his hand, it looks like. But as the flesh regrows on it in a mere moment, he drops the weapon and it clatters loudly to the ground. The whooshing stops and his gaze turns and levels in your direction. <laughs> Why, hello there. <laughs> um, 
badass. Okay. You get a mark of heroism. Oh, too. thank you. Hell yeah. Dope. Yeah, Zach. I didn't want to campaign for it. Incredible. No, that is that is the, the type okay. of thing where you could have yeah. just observed, but you chose to be the hero instead. So there you go. I think this is, uh, it's heroism or it's complete foolishness. There My you go. My hope was that the axe would like fall into the hole, but it's probably too <laughs> nope, far you away. Nope, you knock it out of his hand and it clatters to the floor. And I can't get his to progress. him to get it before he can pick it back up. Mm. I'm just going to kind of taunt him. Can he see you right now? I mean, I'm invisible. I cast a spell. You, oh, you cast a spell, right? Yes. Thank yeah. You. So, so he, yeah, he looks at you. you. Okay. And I, I, I meet his gaze, and I'll yell. And I guess he can understand me because he has Axel Bottle with him. He does um, have Axel Bottle. I say, I wonder if this translates. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you weren't prepared for that one, were you? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just kind of like get his attention. Uh, Throw him off oh his my. flap game. I'm yelling it loud enough to ever, for everyone to hear. And it, if we had a camera that was filming this, it would like g give a close up on his face. And hearing that, he would just go like, <clears throat> and like stick his bottom lip out really far and like lower his stance. He looks pissed. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna do like, kind of like that, you know, uh, Bruce Lee thing where you extend your hand and kind of like yeah. beckon him towards me. I love this scene. That's going to be one of the scenes I'll always remember right here. You guys squaring off across this shattered stucco figurine arena. Okay, end of your turn? Uh, no, I have movement left. Oh, um, well, look at that. I'm going to beckon him, but also back up. <laughs> but I'm not running. I'm yeah, I'm looking at him like, oh, bring it. You're, you're like walking sideways, yeah. meeting his gaze, like positioning yourself down yeah, the hallway. Kind of like, you know, kind of like, like, I'm, I'm trying try to make it look like I'm a bull getting ready to charge, but I'm yeah. actually kind of running away. <laughs> Got it. Okay. <laughs> um, and that is my turn. All right, know, next scared. in the order is Bart Fudd. Good lord. <laughs> you are a crocodile. You haven't seen any of that that just happened, but you heard maybe some some yelling. Yeah, so Bart's plan before this, and it's not going to change because he has no clue what the hell is going on, is to run this direction. So five, six, seven, eight gets to there, you, turns yeah, the corner, around the running corner. towards Crow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Sees Crow, I guess. Got yep. Bonus and action. you'd you'd see down, how far is the alligator's dark vision? I don't even know if I have dark vision as an alligator. You're just running down Running around in the foggy fog. Let me look. Oh, does that, is that how that works even? Uh, yes, druid? it is how it works. Oh, so you, you assume the senses for yep. better or ill. Yeah, so I don't have dark vision, so I'm just okay. I'm just so you are just around. running by feel here. Yep. You know, like an alligator in murky waters. Yep. So I'm just zipping by, going by smell, and I'm gonna bonus action move my totem over here. But that is basically my turn. Okie dokie. Let's keep it moving. Then we are at Tree's turn in round four. Oh, holy smokes. Okay. Um. I just saw the Bardodile run off. Um, I will use my movement. 
5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. I use my feline agility to double my movement, um, which I didn't use the other time. I just used 30 feet, okay. so 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. So I'm just right there. So I just turned the corner right next to Bart of Dial. Bart O'Dial. And I probably don't, I only have 60 feet of dark vision, so I can't see all the way into where Plet yeah. is. You are now seeing for the first time the terracotta army chamber, though. Yeah. And what, these are like crabby uh, terracotta seats? Um, they have, or? they have seashell and other nautically themed armor, but um, it's, it's not like they're crab people. They are, they're frog people. Um, yeah, the I, okay. I described the dome at the back as being adorned with uh, crab carapace in the same way that the pond mother and other structures their house was in Book of Cylinders. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think I will. Since I can't see anything, I think I look around, and I think I see Crow because Crow's visible now. Yep. <clears throat> um. So I guess I'm like, ah, Crow. What are we doing? <laughs> We're stopping Plep from doing some kind of ritual. All right. Well, I I gotta go see him first, then, and I will continue. I will use my action to dash. Um, okay. And since my feline agility doubles my movement for my turn, I think that means I have another sixty feet, so I can okay, keep bounding. Yeah. Just like I trust you to just, keep track of how much movement you got. Go ahead yeah, and move. I'm um, I'm watching you, so and it checks out so far. Five. 10, 15, 20, 25, wait, 5, 10, 30, 5, 40. All right, like, running into the room. Now you see it in all its glory. And at this point, I think I'm able to see Plep. Like, he's just barely at the end of my dark vision. Yeah. For, for the, the fiction here, you see the room for what it is. You see the dome in the distance. You You can see everything. Cool. Um, yeah, that's my action. I got I got nothing else. I'm uh, just hunkered okay. down in this room. I like a uh, Navy SEAL rest against the wall <laughs> as I enter this chamber and just get my bearings on what's going yeah. on around And me. you're able to hide, you know, line of sight wise a little bit, but I'm going to draw a line actually of where <laughs> Plep destroyed things. Cool. Because Ooh. these things are not going to be accessible for like using line of sight. They have been okay. turned into rubble. Cool. Um, I was wondering, could I like, as like a you know knowledge interaction, like yeah. kind of just like assess the situation, what's going on here? Like sure. I probably see the axe on the ground, a bunch of crab things. Do I understand yeah. anything about like what Plep might be trying to do right now? So you didn't see directly him holding up the axe and exactly. trying to open the thing, but you did hear what Crow said about trying to disrupt a ritual. Yeah. And you probably heard a little bit of this, like, whooshing from down the chamber. You don't really know what components are being, you know, used here, but Plepplopsul is standing at the northern side of the chamber next to this big dome and staring down daggers down the hallway um, and probably saw you as you ran out. Um, I'm just a friendly little cat. Don't worry about yeah. me. <laughs> so that's the situation right now. The axe is on the ground and that, 
that's probably some new information for you for sure is that like yeah. his axe is laying on the ground for somehow sure. not in his hand and that even though i probably can't see it from, with the line of sight thing i mean i think you you'd be able to see the, it's a very large axe actually um and there's a faint amount of light actually come to think of it being cast by the bot um it has a little bit of glow to it so you can see in his hand this sort of resisting glowing orb with an axolotl imprint on it Um, I'm just gonna like scoot uh, two more squares along the All wall, right. just a little further from the hallway. And Sounds that's my good. turn. All right, next in the order, Pliplopsul. Oh boy. Who is going to take a few steps towards you guys. And you trees hear crunching of masonry under his very large feet and he pushes aside the remaining torso of a, of a body with one of his feet his powerful long double jointed legs and then he is going to leap from where he's standing boom and land not very far from you turn and look in your direction i just like smile at him and like <laughs> kind of wave <laughs> and but i'm still like totally navy sealed against the wall okay just like recognizing that he sees me and okay and he's holding he, he he hasn't grabbed his axe i want to make that clear he left his axe behind um and he puts one claw back and like assumes this low stance as he lands and then he takes a big breath in and then he exhales this swarm of flies in your direction gross oh boy okay so i don't have to look for this token um oh my god as Ben looks for that, hey, um, Jay, <laughs> if 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 combat allows for it, can cars ride <laughs> Bart? Oh, also Dap is available, dude. He is, but Dap is available. Far away. He really is, yeah. And if like if they get really into it, like there's a distinct oh, advantage okay. of cars is like his unwavering thing have basically kind of gives Bart a low key disadvantage like against him like attacks against him have disadvantage and if he does get hit cars gets an extra i don't know i'm just throwing it out there that's okay it. so there's there's the swarm of flies yummy uh, protein okay um and that is his movement that is his action um my wave turns into swats as the flies get closer <laughs> to me. And then he is going to... Um, let's see, what is he going to do here? He's just going to spend the rest of his round exhaling these flies. That's what he's going to do. Um, the flies go next. And Ugh. the flies are going to make an attack against you. Okay. Uh Pull this up here still, and it's not loading. There we go. 
Um, all right. They move first off into your square. Um, and then they make a bite attack at you. <laughs> they get a natural one. <laughs> and you swat at these flies, the and they're, they're, they're having a hard time making purchase to get a good bite off, because they are, after all, flies. Um, but I'm sure it's very, very unpleasant. Um, That's bad. Yeah. Okay. Then it is Karzalek's turn at the end of round four. We're moving. What do you do, Jesse? Uh, Kars is just gonna... We're going all in. Uh, so Kars is gonna dash. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. And he's just gonna... He's, he's hot on Bart, uh, Bartadile's uh, trail. Or tail here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And that's that's it. He's like, crap. Okay, fight, kill. Oh, someone's okay. gonna die here. Okay. Okay. Can Bartadile put his like put his tail down to the ground to create a ramp for Kars luck? I mean, <laughs> you can do whatever you want. Yeah, if that's what you want to do, that's what you do. That's what I want to do. Can you end your movement on top of me, like actually uh, riding me? I don't think. So. Well, oh, I can because with with uh, <laughs> as a cavalier, it only takes. <laughs> I have five extra. I have five movement feet speed left. And it only takes five to wait. Let me, double, I, let me confirm that. I think it only takes five to actually. Uh, mounting or dismounting only costs five feet of movement instead of Do half it. my movement speed. Okay, yeah, yeah you guys go. You just mounted the druid. Okay, let me uh, let me make that happen for you guys. Thank, hold, thank on, you. hold on, hold on. Let, there you go. Cool. Oh my god, this is happening. This is happening. You've mounted Bart, and you're charging down the hallway as a yeah. fucking crocodile in a dungeon. How oh, far have we come since a couple of people go into a lighthouse? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that ends. Uh, uh, Cars Car is kind of he's he's feeling a little stoked. This is kind of cool. But, uh, yeah, great. <laughs> Let's go. End of turn. All right. Next in the order, top of round five, Crow. Yeah. I gotta say, I'm glad it's flies. Yeah. Of all the things you could have done. I was like, yeah. oh, shit. he's about to excel like a massive noxious plume of like acid. Yes. If anything, yeah, that was, was a comedic beat where it was Clep <laughs> being terrifying and dropping down and then just like vomiting flies at me where I'm just like swatting them away and they roll a natural <laughs> one. <laughs> She's going to kind of like, you know, do the bang on her shield thing to get Clep's attention focused on her mm -hmm. if possible. And she um, just has a shield in her left hand, and right hand is empty. And she will move towards Pleb. So, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 to Pleb. Okay. Uh, she'll use her bonus action to create a blade of gloomy, shadowy energy in her free hand. <laughs> and she will stab at Pleb with it. Um. We are in dim light in this room, I'm assuming. It's not uh, right. or, or darkness. Yeah, you're yeah. within uh, the range of his little drone. It's a dim light, yeah. Yeah, okay. So um, you always have advantage on attack rolls when you okay. um, are in dim light. So okay. making a... Go ahead and make your attack roll. Okay, let's see. Let's make sure I have it all right. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. And then tell Count me what your today. result is on the two die. Gotcha. Okay. Um, how to DND? 
How to D&D. All righty. Let's see. So... All right. I have a... Um, wow. Uh, the totals were 22 and 23. That's what I need. And you know what? I will tell you that you got the 22, not the 23. Okay. Because you were rolling without advantage as you feel like you would have hit even better than you somehow hit mm -hmm. but a little bit of light in his pitch black eyes glint in your direction as okay. that happens and you feel like your aim was just ever so slightly off but you do hit Alrighty, um, so I use my bonus action, uh, and since I, well, let's see, I guess it's not a sneak attack because I didn't technically roll with advantage, mm -mm. which is you too bad. You did not roll with advantage, you rolled just a plain old roll, which is 22. That's okay. It's still a pretty good amount. Um, that will be 2d8 plus 6 psychic Ooh. damage. Okay. And uh, let's see. Make sure I'm not missing anything. Yeah. Okay. All right. That is 13 psychic damage to 13 Mr. Plin. damage. And okay. the, um, the sword persists uh, with concentration for a minute. Got it. Got nice. it. And that's my turn. So you slash across his form, raking off some of his flesh. And next in the order is Bart Fudd with a Karzalek Groza on top of him. Yes. Go. Around the corner. I bong, slam into the bong, corner and keep moving. Bong, bong, just like slamming off the walls. Yeah. Kush, kush, yeah. kush, kush, kush. I love that imagery. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's a question, Ben. Can yeah. I occupy that square? I will allow are. you to 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 uh, get in there. Yeah, yeah. The right. flies, no problem. And and there's like a, a wide enough door. I think in this, with your long boy, you know, you I'm you just like slither right in there, and then you yep. whip your tail around, and it like knocks out this uh this statue behind you. Um, just boom. You know, you your tail whips around and knocks that thing out, and you square up with Pleb. All right, and then I'll uh, that's double movement for me, and then bonus action, pop my totem over to here. Okay. <laughs> and that'll be Bartadile's turn. Alright. Amazing. Next in the order is trees. You now have a swarm of flies on you, and there's a crocodile mounted with your dwarven companion right next to that, squaring up with the giant undead frogman and your rogue friends on the other side. Yeah. Dang. That is the situation. Oh, that Bart coming in just like that just changed my thing a little bit. Hmm. You guys should Let's screenshot see. this little uh, this little ar array here because this is a good moment. Makes yeah, it gives me lots of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> what what I wanted to do was to get out of this swarm and then to cast a hypnotic pattern to be able to get the flies and plep. But now Bart is also in that area. So I can still do that, but then Bart would also have to make the save and potentially be incapacitated as well. We could wake him, or he could succeed it. He has great wisdom. Yeah. 
Um, but you're also a crocodile. So, um, I don't know how that works, but anyways, I don't. I'm not sure what I'm gonna do now. Cause I wanted to try to get to hold to hold Plep so we could. I guess I should just. <sighs> Man, um, let's see. What is it? What does it look like? Plep is doing like planning on doing next. What's um, Plep's demeanor right now? Like Plep right most now, there is a steady stream of flies being vomited out okay. of his form. Like he hasn't stopped actually. <sighs> Yeah. Shoot, I'm sorry I'm taking so long. No, no, this is a weird um, combat. Did you figure out what oh, you want to do? well, I guess... I guess I will pull out... My, I still have my talking drum. I've had it out since uh, I started casting mm -hmm. the message. I guess what I will do... If Yeah, I guess what I'll do instead is I will uh, just close my eyes and have these flies buzzing around me and I'll focus on this drum beat that I have in my mind and I'm just like, plap, plap, soul, plap, 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 soul. And I start uh, <laughs> just doing this little drum beat and okay. I will cast blindness, but I'll cast it at third level so I can try to blind both of them. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so yeah, it's a con save DC 15. Con ah, save. Hopefully this works. Let's see. Well, they fail their save and are rendered blind. Nice. That's awesome. Whatever that means for <laughs> flies. Oh, I was trying to do plep and yep, flies. Yeah, yeah. I know. Okay. Plep does not seem affected whatsoever. Oh, oh. nickel. Okay, his, well... His eyes are this pitch black and, and fixed right now on Crow. His eyes are already broken. Shit. All right, he had well, LASIK. At least they're blind. Um, that's my action. They're in my face. Yeah, I guess I'll just like keep playing that song, even though I don't have to concentrate on it. <laughs> okay. Um, and yeah, I don't think I'm gonna move because I don't want to get attacked. So I'll just be glad that Barda Dial's here. Yeah. Okay. Cars and that we're gonna take Plep down. So yeah, that's my <laughs> turn. All right. Next in the order is Pleplopsool, and Pleplopsool is gonna get real serious for a moment here as he finishes, for the time being, vomiting flies. Hmm. He finishes that as the second swarm occupies the other two squares on the other side of cars and Bart. Hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as he rotates his gaze around to fix on Crow. Having completed that, not wanting to actually complete the rest of his summons, uh, he decides that he is going to do a good old-fashioned multi-attack claw um, and releases from his hand the drone, which goes listing off lazily to the northwest. And he goes... Scratch will boom two times on Crow. 
first attack. Um, oops, sorry. Ha! Huh. Uh, the first attack is going to be a 13 to hit. And I know that's not a hit. Yeah, you don't even have to ask. I don't even have to ask about that. Okay, okay, all right. Second claw coming in. The one that he releases the drone with. Hmm. Okay, okay. How does an 18 treat you? I, I think an 18 does not hit. Okay, yeah, it does not. Yeah, so miss and miss. And that's the end of Plep's turn. It is Karzalek Grotz's turn. Kars is, he is stoked. Like riding Dap was wonderful, but riding a giant Bardadial <laughs> is insane. As he like, he's just like instinctively- That's on your, on your tombstone there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Bart doesn't appreciate it, but Kars is like instinctively like kicking him in like the side. And he's just yelling, swing around yeah. or Bart, I want, so I can whack him with my sword. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I know Carl is positioned on like the uh, the opposite square, but um, just for no, you're you're okay. centered in it, uh, okay. so you're oh oh geez, <laughs> <laughs> he's swinging right. hard. He's the tokens have been flipped upside down. You swing around. You're able. You're adjacent by the rules of yeah, mountain okay. shit, and you're you're adjacent. All right, here come two long sword swipes. Oh man, here we go, you guys. Oh, first one is 21. That is uh, also, I need you to roll actually a second time, Jesse. Oh, yes, okay. Dun, 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 dun. A 13. That's a 13. That's a miss. Okay, all right. And then yeah. um, extra attack. Go ahead and roll and twice and take the lower result as okay. you feel the tip of your blade met with this weird supernatural resistance as you try to swing at Ooh. this horrible figure in front of Ooh. you. Pleb's mojo is strong. It's manifesting. All right, here we go again. Oh, yeah, that's a, t that's a 10. A 10, and you go ahead and roll the second time, see what it would have been. Uh, it would have been an 11. Oh, well, roll a second time. Just, oh, just okay. take the lower of two rolls. I you might, oh, I you might critically fail. I toggled that. Might be. Uh, that's an 11. <laughs> okay. You didn't critically fail. I was, I was hoping you'd roll a one. But uh, all right. That's a clang and a clang. You just... It, it, it ricochets off of his claws as he reaches towards you and flies begin to bat at your head. Oof. Nasty. Okay. All right. That's it. Next in the order. Round six. Crow. Okay. Well, um, I think I don't think flanking would necessarily help here since we're mm -hmm. being disadvantaged by whatever malevolence is seeping from his face. Um, <laughs> would help uh cars and me but i will try to get that's true there, so yeah. stay well, where you um, are because okay. these flies could attack you as well so if you yeah i like the idea like being near a hallway is good too um so i will bonus action cast um oh actually i let's see i might not be able to i think it's concentration yeah it is okay never mind um i will just attack then so, um, here we go. I'm just rolling one die. Okay. 
yeah, because I think it, you're multiple forms of advantage. Yeah, and multiple. That all out. Yeah, it, it seems to, with whatever's happening magically, cancel yeah, it does out. A, does a 17 hit? That is an exact hit. Round right. his AC once more. 17. And I think I said that was what? 2d8 plus 6 psychic damage. Actually, yeah. 2d8 plus 6 plus 1d6 because I have a hostile ah. person adjacent or crocodile. It doesn't say person. It's ally. <laughs> um, <laughs> 2d8 plus 6 plus 1d6 psychic damage. Wow. And that is, um, let's see. Let's see 21. Here. 21 damage. Okay. All righty. He seems to be opened up again, and you see that the previous wound that you struck on him has slightly knitted, but not all the way. Hmm. As he's flesh healing does fastly. Rip. He heals fastly. Indeed, he do. <laughs> he do be healing uh, fastly and goodly. He do be healing fastly and goodly, as they say. So, mm -hmm. um, but that strike was true. Is that the end of your turn? Um, yes, it is. Okay. Next in the order. Round six. Bart O'Dial. Boom. Move it up a little <laughs> bit. All right. All right. And then Bartodile will attempt to munch on Pleposaurus Maximus okay. with a munch attack. Go ahead and give so, me one die roll because you are flanking, which gives you advantage, but you are magically at disadvantage against this target at the moment. All right, so that's a 19 total. That's a hit. All right, so I'm going to do four points of damage. What kind? Uh, let me look at crocodiles really quick. Probably piercing. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Four points of piercing damage, which you yes. feel like just doesn't quite get through all the way. That's rough, but then the true point of this will happen. And that is that Plep is restrained, grappled and restrained. He's, oh, okay. Cause it hit. Gotcha. Yes. All right. Grappled and restrained. Understood. In the jaws of a Barto dial. True. Okay. End of your turn? That will be Barto dial's turn. Barto dial's turn. Kachomp! And it's Trees Rumble Mountain's turn. All right. In a field. You know what? I, did I go by with a plep turn and not do the fly attacks? I think, I think you did. did. I, I think I did too. I have it in my initiative cars. tracker. Yep. But they are blinded. So they one are blinded. The um, ones, yeah. But the... Well, oh, I guess they just, both would have gone right after Platon. Yeah, let me just say, though, how this works is flies. You can look it up later if you'd like, now that you've fought these monsters. Uh, swarms of insects with these subtype of fly here. They have blind sight 10 feet. What the fuck? Motherfucker! <laughs> so, it's just not a thing I'm always for me. blinding the worst things. You're, you you <laughs> have a, a, a few tools in your toolkit. One of them That's is blind fine. and a lot of undead and, uh, you know, verminous things. Don't give a shit about that. So, uh, righty, they're going to each make an attack. One against Bardo Dial and one against Trees. 
It's a hit against Bart O'Dial, not against trees. It's a high, high 22 or something. Yeah, that definitely hits. Bart, 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 it's Bart uh, genius. Yeah, it's a 22. 19 on the die. Okay. Okay, so then you are going to take... Tons of damn. Uh, it's a weird way of rolling it. 4d4 damage. Ouch. Uh, you take... Uh, seven points of piercing damage. Ouch. <laughs> so You're pelted temp- with flies. Take a bit of temp HP damage, but I still have a bit oh, of temp well, HP. Oh, well, well, fuck you. Uh, okay, <laughs> so... Get out uh, of here. Now we're back. Sorry, uh, Michael, I believe, is your, your turn is yeah. next. Um, let's see. I think I'm still swarmed. Yes. Um, I think I will go ahead and I've still got my talking drum out. I'll keep that beat up that I tried to blind. I'll turn it from a blindness spell into a Bane spell. I will cast Bane at first level. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Um, and I will just, uh, Bart it down! And, uh, <laughs> play some music and, yeah, cast Bane charisma saving throw for all three of them. Alright. Uh, DC saving 15. Throw. All three. Got my three D twenty here. Okay. What's the DC? DC fifteen. Um, that is a fail from all of them. Actually, three and eight and a four. Cool. So uh, I'll remember to roll the D four on those things as I'm concentrating on that. Very nice. Hmm, now the question is, do I leave the area and try to go pick up this axe? Because <laughs> they're baned, uh, so they're slightly less likely to hit me. Mm-hmm. But if they hit me, then I lose concentration. <laughs> <laughs> but they're about to attack me anyways, because it's going to be their turn next anyways. So I might well, as well at least leave make and get one the attack, attack. now. With right. Bane against you, right? Is that how far away is the axe? It is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen squares away from you. So that is math number of feet away. So fifteen. So you can move. I can move six squares if I use feline agility. I can move twelve squares with my movement. It's seventy-five use- feet away. Okay, and is that uh, including like rubble? Because like I imagine, since I'm a cat yeah. and I have claws and stuff, I can like climb and bound over the rubble. That's kind of the symbol. I of mean, my, like, I I, I was gonna actually bring up there is difficult terrain in this room. You guys just haven't actually moved into squares that had that attribute yet. But like, there's routes where I think you could argue that it is not difficult terrain. Um, but, you know, look at this pile of rubble here. Look at these knocked over statues. It's not going to be easy to get over, even with the climb speed. Um, yeah. Difficult terrain. Any any square that has a figurine intact or not. And the rubble piles, they're all difficult terrain. Oh, yeah, I guess I pro- Yeah, I don't know. Because, do I... Yeah, I guess we're, like, wondering, like, do we know that the axe isn't... Do I know that the axe is important? Or am I, I mean, just worried seen, about plepping this? I don't think man. you've seen what the ritual 
component yeah. of the act. But she was, mentioned but it. You, yeah, she mentioned and it, she and, and it's like, it. yeah. But I didn't go into the memorial thing earlier, and I didn't learn you so much about it. You saw what happened with the axe um, when he got out of the the coffin, the sarcophagus, and went to the wall, grabbed the axe that Karzalek could not wield, and then cleaved open the wall and stepped into it and closed it behind him. Um, so, yeah. It, do with you, what, with what you will that information. But that's what you have. What you uh, um, and nobody's discussed anything about it, really. So Not I guess really it, in depth. It's a very yeah. fluid situation, you might say, right now. Yeah, so I don't think it makes enough sense for my character to run across and do that unless there was a reason to. Um, yeah. So I... But I still might want to leave the area of this form anyway. Mm -hmm. Do I though? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm still gonna use my feline agility to get away from these things as far as possible, because okay. it's. I was thinking it's within my advantage to uh, concentrate on Bane to not okay. be near things. So I would like to yep. use as much as my movement to get away, and I might as well go towards the direction of those things. Okay. Um, so I'm not sure how far. I guess oh. I'll just 5, 10, yeah. 15, 20. I'm just going to say 30, count it 30, out. 40, 45, 50, 55, 60. Yeah, and that's counting right difficult terrain. Um, I went. I'll, I'll draw it out for you. I'm not. Mm -hmm. Through um, here, I would allow without difficult terrain if that's what you're doing. Oh, talking. okay. Um, yeah, as long as it's not getting within Plep's distance. Yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be. He doesn't have that reach. Okay. Then yeah, I, if, if I can get to where my token is uh, right now, in between the mayhem at the hall corridor entrance... That, that and checks like, out to me. From, all these from frog what statues closer to the pond yeah. type. You're standing now. It's actually, this is kind of cool for trees. It comes back to you. Look at that, that litter, the palanquin next to you. Mm -hmm. And it looks, you know, very similar to the giant frog that was on top of the floating dais at the glowing Whoa. artichoke in Rinkobang. Uh, so, you know, you Holy remember smart. yourself fighting there side by side with Eliander and yeah. seeing that thing come out on the giant pumpkin and oh. say, wop, chop, and go through the plant. And you, you remember why you're here for a moment. That's so perfect. So I, thinking of that moment and Eliander and the two of us on top of the cliff, I will like keep muttering the song to myself to concentrate on Bane, but I will pull out my short bow to be able okay. to take shots from a Very distance nice. while concentrating on Bane. Nice. Okay. Awesome. Next up, Pleplopsul. I know, it just felt like the flies went, but they're going to go right after him. I just forgot during his last round. Ploop. So, Pleplopsaurus is going to make some attacks. Let's see what he's going to do. All right. I'm going to be baning them. He has disadvantage. He has disadvantage because he's restrained. Okay. Okay. He's he's, he's, he's restrained. He's rebained. Got it. <laughs> okay. He's rogained. He has no hair. <laughs> he has no more hair. <laughs> All right. That's uh, why he's so mad. <laughs> that's why he's so mad. <laughs> God damn it! Why are you all so lustrous? You know what? This is what he's gonna do. He's gonna he's gonna do a claw. 
Bartimus Fudd. All right, all right. This all right. big, big thing grappling him. He's going to try to dig into your side. Ew. Stop it. Ooh, that's a 19 on the die. I'm going to guess that with whatever bonuses he's got here. Bang, That'll hit. Minus three. Okay. And what's the. So minus three. Uh, and so, you know what? It's still going to hit. Oh, I rolled uh, a disadvantage and I got an 18. Damn. Um, Was that mi- so with my 18? Hold on. I'm going to do math. Minus three. Hold on. Let me see. Uh. Macy's. Yeah, how, how does a. <laughs> oh okay. my god. Is it? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 It's a then, it hits. Then, then it hits. I won't tell you what oh, it is. Oh, right. You're, you're, yeah. Okay. I'm not so it hits. Uh, and uh, it's going to do some damage to you. Okay. It does uh, seven slashing damage to you. Okay. Okay, and then he's going to try to wrench his jaw wide open and bite you right back. Uh, and he's going to roll a disadvantage. Bane. Um, and Bane is minus three. Okay. AC of what? Twelve. Okay. Uh... It's a miss by one, by one. <laughs> and his his teeth dig into you ever so slightly, and you're like, "That's a cute little fight." I'm a fucking crocodile. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And let me see here. I have to do one last little bit of housekeeping. Just change that number to that number. Oh, also. And mm-hmm. I mean, I think that the flies might have should have attacked me when I left their area. They um, should have. You're yeah. right. There's one attack like, opportunity realized, there. Like, I'm not doing good that. fly accounting. It's a very minor part, I felt like, when I read through this character. But I, I feel like I should have put more attention on the flies. Um, <laughs> that's a... Uh, bane, minus Bane. <laughs> okay, how much Bane? Minus two. <laughs> minus two. Okay, so that is going to be a 16 to hit. Oh, I'm a get. Okay, you get bit by some flies. Um, on the way yeah, out, which is a total of uh, nine points of piercing Ooh. damage. Spicy flies. Okay. All right, I'll make my concentration make check. Yeah. Ooh, yes, I save with a thirteen okay. plus one. You maintain the bane, and maintain then the bane. we're back here. Plep is going to end his turn. And then it would be the fly's new turn here. So that we got back on their subject. And they're going to each make an attack. One of them is going to make an attack as it moves onto uh, your square there, Bart and Cars. It's going to attack Bart. Uh, and that's a definite miss. Your carapace is just too hard. They're slamming into you, but it's not doing anything. Yeah. Then the uh, other swarm is going to move onto Crow's square and is going to make an attack against Crow. Uh, that's an 18 on the die minus for a total. Four. Minus four, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, minus four would be 17 to hit. <laughs> Are you serious now? Come on. All right, damn it. Okay. Starting with one. I know, I know. There's there's also (laughs) math involved, so my brain forgets about that. Okay, Uh, so moving on, as they fail to bite the crocodile and the rogue, we get to Karzalek's turn at the end of round six. Round the corner here. So 
what does attack? So okay, with being grab restrained, what, with how does a physical attack at Plep look like? Is it a is it is it just a normal roll? Is it still tell two me? Rolls? Also tell me why you would have advantage right now. It's, it's restraining and restrained. restrained. Yeah, restrained grants advantage against right, attacks right. rolled against the creature. So, so okay, well you've roll me a um, I want the three of you who are in close quarters. Um, that have actually made attacks against Flip. Roll me a perception or an Arcana check. Okay. So okay. I'm excluding Not you. Go, Nat 20. Go. Okay. I'll tell you what you need to know here. Um, you know that you would have struck true against him, but something in the way the magic is flowing through the room, this accursed magic, has prevented you from doing so. There is an effect that is dominating the room in a different way than the last time you faced him. Last time you faced him, occasionally someone would gibber incoherently and do nothing with their action. This time, all attacks made against Plep are made with disadvantage. Fun. So what I am allowing is if you have advantage, you can cancel it. The way of okay. the advantage disadvantage dance. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, so normal that would make a normal roll. Yeah. There you go. You have a normal. As long as he's restrained. Here. We won't go into the counting how many are in each column. I'm not gonna do that. Okay. All right. Well, with Bart holding Plep firmly in his crocodile-y mandibles, he's gonna take a couple swings here with the long sword. Oof. First one is at 16 to 16 hit. 16 is a miss. Clang right. as this pink light wisps around your sword and guides it the wrong direction. He's getting the hang of it. He feels if he just swings a little harder for a 25. And that'll do it. All right. And that is 13 slashing with an unwavering mark applied on it, too. Okay. 13 slashing damage. Um, all righty. And this is with what weapon are you, you using right now? The Starstone Longsword. The Starstone sword. sword. Okay. You slash into him, and the wound just like opens up and gushes this black ichor. Mmm, tasty. Sweet. Um, that is Kars's turn. Okay. Mm. Next in the order, as I'm finishing taking this note here. Next in the order is Crow at the top of round seven. Okay, uh, Crow sees trees moving that direction. And uh, she yells to trees, trees, keep that axe away from, from Plep. Uh, grab it. And uh, how high is the ceiling here? <coughs> uh, the ceiling here is 20 feet high, I believe. Say, so, uh, take the axe and climb out of reach with it. And I'll point <laughs> to where the axe is. It's by the dome. So I'm also coughing. <coughs> <laughs> you sound more like me every day, Crow. <laughs> um. Yeah, so yeah, she... Uh, Yells that over trees. Hopefully, trees. Uh, I'm on it. And I salute yes. you. Very good. Nice. And then. Um, very, very nice. She gets to step. 
Seven. All righty. So we're doing regular rolls because of all the canceling, yada, yada. Um, it's stabbing time. That is a natural 20. Very nice. Very nice. Okay. Roll, because you have multiple attacks, to confirm. No, I don't. I normal just one attack. Oh, you said one attack? Oh, yep. well then. That is a oh, crit card. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Let's go. Critical hits for players from Nord Games, a hopeful someday sponsor. <laughs> uh, I don't know about after that. No, no yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Let's see. So uh, they, haven't, they haven't answered my email yet. So it's probably not going to happen. All right. Uh, so Brow Slasher Rooney. This is a piercing damage or slashing? Piercing? Piercing. This is piercing psychic damage. Here, so. piercing psychic damage. Well, then it's whatever magic works best there. I think. Okay, let me read the both piercing and magical ones. Um, I think that this one's better. This is the, the piercing one is better. Maximum double damage. No okay. damage roll necessary. Just whatever your die is plus your modifiers and, and double right. the, the the die. <laughs> Big damn. Big damn coming in. That would be 50 piercing damage. 50? Walk me through. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. The, the normal normal dice rolls here would be okay. 2d8 plus 1d6. Right? So that's okay. 4d8 plus 2d6, which is 32 Whoa. plus 12, which is 44 plus the normal six modifier to get 50. Vice. Oh, nuclear, shit. Nuclear strike. Okay. So you reach back with your rapier, surrounded by a swarm of flies biting at you, and your body reaches this supernaturally calm position and time feels like it slows down for a second. You look up and in that instant coalesced behind the head of Plopsul. One shadow extends itself, then another and another branching and branching until a great crown of shadowy antlers appears behind this creature. And you, without even knowing what you're doing anymore, just lunge forward with this preternatural strength and knock Plop Sul onto his back, driving your rapier cloaked in black flame through his skull. And the room begins to shake and shudder Time undilates. And you come to standing atop his deceased form. What do you guys do? I think Crow just kind of stands there in shock for a moment. And uh, do the antlers vanish when... He falls. When you look back up, yeah, the antlers are gone as quickly as they came. I think she's like, she drops Plep, but then is immediately looking around 
with this look of fear, I think. You see flies dropping in every direction, just losing their animation, falling dead. And she would just quietly ask the others, did anyone else see antlers? Did anyone else see antlers? No. Is this- you saw Crow wrench back her rapier, cloak it in black flame, and then jump up on top of Plopsul, driving her rapier into his skull, and he fell to the ground. And there's a pregnant pause, and then she asked, did anybody else see antlers? I think I might have missed it because I went to grab the axe. You were running and looking at the dome. Yeah, Yeah, and cars would just... Antlers, I I don't know what you're talking about, Crow, but that was... That was one hell of a kill shot. Glad you pulled that out now. Better now than ever. And he just... He's just... Exhales a huge sigh of relief. Like, holy crap, that was... as As a warrior, as a fighter, he was thoroughly impressed with that strike. He's almost at a loss for words. And then, I I was going to say, then uh, Cars like maybe loses his balance a little bit as (laughs) 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 everybody okay. He tumbles off. Love it. That's great. Maybe spits out a pleps nipple or something. I think I think during this crow kind of just looks at this weapon she's used and she kind of like drops it which dispels it like like she would picked up a spider or something and she mm-hmm. just kind of wipes her hand on her clothing to like clean it off Is something something wrong with your rapier crow? No, it's it's fine. It's just um, I didn't expect it to to do to, to do that exactly. Honestly, I I didn't really hear it there. That was pretty impressive, though. Ooh, a guided strike. It seemed like something from a book of tales. It seemed almost mm-hmm. too precise. Yeah, a little a little too precise. But as Garzalek said, uh, not a finer time. Uh, it was beginning to hurt being a crocodile for that long of a time. <laughs> well, I'm glad we're all in one piece. Same here. Um, was I able to pick up the axe, no problem, and bring it over yeah. and everything? I think you you grab it like right as this strike is happening. And, you know, within a matter of seconds, turn around, see Plep fall with a big thud, and you come back over and witness this conversation, holding the axe. I think as I walk over and rejoin them, I think I do that classic movie thing where I hold the axe up to Karzalek's chest. (laughs) I feel like uh, this is best in your hands, and I look around to everyone else, right? No better person for it. I feel like it might be a good time to maybe uh, chill out a little bit. 
if everybody wants to do some chilling. <laughs> yes, I, I, I do feel that I need to make something clear here as things are getting very dangerous. If it's going to be more like him ahead, I, I, I will definitely need some time because I am more or less useless at this point. My magical powers are waning after so many battles. Cars, cars. Uh, after a second of just like looking at this axe and like just observing it, he will he will take it with his right hand and just reassuringly put his left hand on Trees' shoulder and just. I think a rest is one of the best suggestions, one of the best ideas on this insane journey so far, Trees. Let me go grab Dap. As you you say, let me go grab Dap, and you you take a step away. Heading towards your frog companion. (laughs) And you heft the axe one time. And you look at it. And all of a sudden, you are just lost for a moment. And then you come to again. And you're sitting on a bridge. Overlooking a stream. Flowing beneath your feet. Your bare feet are dangling off the side, and you're holding a fishing line, looking into the water below. You look to your right, and there's a small human child who's fishing alongside you. And a moment passes as you look around and you behold the coastal scenery, sand dunes that rise to cliffs towering over the sea by entrance to a fjord, sandbars dotting the entrance. And you look to the child again, and they look at you and smile. They stand up, putting their line down. You follow their gaze, and their expression changes on their face. Something scary on the horizon. And you look, there's a small village down the bridge. Just thatched roof cottages by the sea. And there's some smoke rising from the far side. And the child points. And you look and you follow its finger. And you come to and you're standing next to Dap. Whoa. Okay. Dang. So, so Cars is in the hallway with Dap. Cars is back in the hallway with Dap, and if you want, we can be all the way back to uh, the group with Dap. Okay, we'll move, I'll move Dap up to the group. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Cars. Yeah. So, by the when he comes to, he's like, he's 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 just with, he's like with everyone with Dap in the room. Okay. And of course, I'm assuming that, like outwardly, no one has noticed. Like, it looked like cars just left and came back with a dap. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, this is the second time this has happened to cars, and I think his his first reaction, the first time being like straight up shock and like you know, you know, bellicose expression. I think he's gonna. He is nonetheless shocked by. I think he's, he's internalizing it, and yeah. he's he's gonna think on this one like, what okay. is this and. Later, later on, and perhaps their journey, he'll bring it up with his more magically attuned fans. Gotcha. Like, hey, yeah. So then, my question would be: 
is the aim here, like I've heard everybody say, to long rest? Yes. Si, senor. I think okay. one thing that people might even notice is kind of as this, you know, whatever shadowy energy came from Crow's weapon, it actually kind of flowed over her minor wounds and completely healed her as well. Oh, whoa. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, so that's, that's, not, that, that's not creepy. Not um, creepy at all. No, no think, ill omens at all. I do think everybody... Crow's actually... Oh, go ahead. Um, Crow is actually interested in Axobottle. Like, are they okay? Yeah. Axobottle has actually begun to, in the following moments after the combat here, patrol the room and sort of scan what looks like the damage, cataloging it with this beam of light that comes out from their frame. Um, they don't seem to spend as much time. As soon as they recognize that a statue is intact, they move on from it immediately. Okay. Let's kill it. No. <laughs> New best friend. <laughs> New best friend. So you guys are making a party zone in this room by the door, yeah. it looks like, the, the, the uh, door to the east, to the yeah, next I chamber. I find the nicest area of flatness with the least amount of stuff that we have to move around to be okay. able to start walking around in a circle and find the right uh, magical okay. frequencies to... Gotcha. So I'm in the chill zone. Takes me Wonderful. ten minutes and an extra minute, and then uh, pop. It's uh, popped into place. Okay. Well, you all are able to begin your your long rest inside the party zone as quiet falls over the chamber. Karzalek, you have this new axe. And oh yeah. I've been wondering about how to send off this milestone session here. And I'm going to tell you guys how we're going to do it. First, you all each gain 1,800 experience. Ooh! Hey! I don't know where that puts you, but I don't think it's quite to a nope. level up. We're 11.14 away to level mm. 6. So we're getting there. You're really getting there. Okay. Next, I imagine that your casterly friends probably try to help you uh, identify this axe. Roger Dodger. Hell yes. Case. Definitely. Tell me about who's doing it. I want to. I want to see the scene. Does anyone What's know? It? I think Cars feels like anyone. Yeah. What does it look like? Like what, what runes? Like um, it is. Like... It is a axe made of what looks like uh, a stone. Actually, like the blade is made of stone. Oh. There's a long okay. shaft, uh, and it's wrapped in leather. And wrapped around the very base of the pommel is what looks like some pieces of. of leather or some sort of uh, durable fabric that's inscribed with runes. Uh, if you're looking for an aesthetic that I would like in, in the fantasy world, I would like uh, say it kind of looks like, imagine like almost like an orcish uh, sure. axe from like Warcraft or something. Okay. Very primal, uh, almost like Neolithic aesthetic to it. 
think uh, that Bart has taken to like meditating mm-hmm. uh, down here when he's just away from the open world and just like trapped in a dungeon where there are not very many plants and trees and natural things. Yeah. In the nice open world. So uh, Bart will sit and meditate with it for a little while and see if okay. he can identify it. That's what my okay. favorite would be. I think it makes sense. So we see you guys getting your rest ready here. And Bart, you sit down and you begin before you put your head down to sleep in this weird bubble in this horrible terracotta army room. And there's one statue I see like right next to you within the you know, within <laughs> the bubble. Uh, and I think at the foot of the statue, you meditate with the axe in front of you. Go ahead and make me an arcana check if you would like. I'm not particularly great at these. So that'll be a 15 total. 15 total? Yep. Final answer? Would I be able to help him with, uh, as I'm like, sure. looking over the arcane runes and thinking of old sure. stories, maybe? Or, uh, I think while while things. that's happening, you're maybe there's a little conversation in the group about what it might be, how old it looks, and yeah. that, that helps out a little bit. But I will tell you, the bonus is not needed because... It was a 15 exactly. <laughs> so, I'm going to tell you guys what this weapon is. Okay, I, I got my notes open. It is... The Berserker Axe of Plepplopsul. This weapon is a Berserker Axe, which is a whole magic item on its own. You can go ahead and read up on that has a plus two bonus to attack and damage rolls instead of the normal plus one. The axe cannot be picked up by another as long as its current owner, Plepplopsul, remains alive. Concealed beneath the wrappings around the handle is a piece of leather or parchment in this case, uh, I didn't say leather actually, containing the spells, Passwall, Burning Hands, and gust of wind. When the attuned wielder uses an action to say the correct words of power in the old tongues, which are engraved in this strip of leather, one of the spells can be cast. The axe has 12 charges and regains 1d6 plus 4 expended charges daily at dawn. Casting a spell from it takes a number of charges equal to the level at which the spell is cast. Fifth for Pass Wall, second for Gust of Wind, first or higher for Burning Hands. Spell save, DC 15. If the parchment is removed from the axe or destroyed, it loses the capability of casting these spells at all. It has a value, yada, yada, yada. But Karzalek now has a magic axe that can cleave through stone and open passageways, shoot gusts of wind <laughs> out of it, and make a arcing cone of fire. What the hell? Oh One last God. thing about it. Only the Berserker. Good Only good things, except Only for the curse things. of the Berserker <laughs> Act. This axe is cursed, and becoming attuned to it extends the curse to you. As long as you remain cursed, you are unwilling to part with the axe, keeping it within reach at all times. You also have disadvantage on attack rolls with weapons other than this one, unless no foe is within 60 feet of you that you can see or hear. 
Whenever a hostile creature damages you while the axe is in your possession, you must succeed on a DC 15 wisdom saving throw or go berserk. While berserk, you must use your action each round to attack the creature nearest to you with the axe. If you can make extra attacks as part of the attack action, you use those attack extra attacks moving to attack the nearest creature after you fell your current target. If you have multiple possible targets, you attack one at random. You are berserk until you start your turn with no creatures within 60 feet of you that you can see or hear. I want to okay. emphasize it is you must succeed on a DC 15 wisdom saving throw or attack the nearest creature to you. We know Bart's so good at wisdom saves. Cars alike, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, okay. All right. So that um, is the item. Dang. So we Very have to cool. stay far enough away from, from cars. <laughs> yeah. Everyone run. <laughs> wow. Cars All is right. the slowest person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he's on a mount. <laughs> oh, then he just killed my mount. The nearest creature is a mount. Oh, he didn't kill Dap with it. All right. Yeah, yeah so I'm you should be excited that. about this item. Yes. Like, yes. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I think that, Bart, you tell like something when you know maybe some time passes and you guys all by the next session will have benefited from a long rest well what do you tell him and let's go out on that what do you tell him about how this works with the curse before he attunes to it you sense there's a darkness inside this blade yeah so I guess Bart will probably yeah, be explaining maybe the different keywords to kind of activate the various offensive abilities of it and stuff like that. And it's kind of avatar-y, you know, elemental yep. stuff going on. Yep. And then he'll, uh, like, raise a finger up and be like, but this comes at a price, cars. This weapon is... There is something dark inside of it no doubt it's what perhaps ate up plep and um i fear that if you suffer some sort of harm or wielding this you will have no regard for friend or foe but might just fly into a rage and kill the nearest person you can or at least attempt to so know that before you wield this. Cards? Yeah. Actually, yeah, with, with uh, Bart telling that, the first thing that comes to Cars' mind is that vision he had when he first grabbed the axe and, you know, he felt that sense of doom and foreboding and that village in the distance. Um, I mean, he, these, are, these are incredibly distant threads, but they're yeah. kind of now both existing in his, you know, deep in his subconscious headspace. Um, you know, Cars soaks in what Bart says. He very, almost like now, he almost like cautiously, even knowing it's just an axe, he cautiously kind of like takes it and yeah, he put, he slings it on his back and, um, you know, thank you. And just like looking at Bart, thank you, friend. I don't know if this, this is a, 
weapon best used by any of us at this time, but at the very least, I will I'll be sure to guard it well. And uh, he's very perturbed, yeah, by the nature of this. I mean, for him, you know, magic is one thing. Curses for him is like something that he's, you know, hears in like, you know, fairy tales and storybooks. So to be mm -hmm. holding this thing that, you know, now by now, like a good comrade has warned him about, it's like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. Serious. It's, it's a serious mystical warning there. Okay. Okay. All right. So Bart will kind of shrug at that really quickly and be like, nothing is fully good or evil, Karzilek. And everything has a price. It's just about what you do with it. Go to sleep. Okay. And the party sleeps, taking watches, looking out of this opaque dome across the chamber. A great stucco dome with a hole ripped in its side, staring like an unblinking eye in your direction. And we'll see you guys next time. So Woo! Holy crap! Dead. Talk about like what a time for a nat twenty, Zach. Jesus. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs>